Hi, 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 hi. Welcome back to the God Pump. We're back again with another one, another recap and reflection. And that, that means that this is an, well, should I say, what do you call this? Anniversaries, but we're doing it in short tenth, form. Tenth, well, tenth it's week anniversary. It's more than a tenth week. Well, it's like, you know, we do it every five, five episodes. So five episodes have gone, then another five episodes have gone. So, so yeah. So yeah, should I say? tenth, um... <laughs> Oh, tenth yeah. episode it's anniversary. anniversary. It's really episode twelve, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, welcome, guys. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for this following us through this journey, and we're looking forward to more. So we'll just go back to what we spoke about in the last five episodes, and I'll just mention them. Mm-hmm. So we covered hearing from God mm-hmm. and the voice of God. We covered prayer and fasting. We covered sin and what to do with it mm-hmm. we covered keeping up with joneses and small beginnings so these yeah. were the five things we went through yeah previously so now we'll just i'll just go you know we know how i mean if you guys listen to the previous recap and reflection it's not really as should i say as deep or as detailed it's maybe some lessons learned or some things picked up from different places or just touching based on these topics. So we'll just I'll just start with looking at even hearing from God. And even just after we finished recording that episode, there was just something that came to me. And I'll talk about it that do you know that not every Christ not it doesn't have to, you don't have to be a Christian to hear from God. That's something that I just I well I not that I didn't realize it since but I don't think I spoke about it in the or we spoke about it in the episode. Mm-hmm. I also don't think that we covered that part and I feel like a lot of people feel like if it is just if it is just it's just meant to be Christians that hear from God or people that are righteous or what have you that these are the only people that are qualified to hear from God. But I think God speaks to everyone people that are not even christians because every all of us are his children yeah so he speaks to each and every one of us in whatever means he follows and i'm going mm-hmm. to use an example abraham or abram when he when he heard from god the first time god spoke to him he was can i say basically a pagan he didn't he wasn't well, an atheist or an atheist you, because i think used, he was yeah doing some kind of other worship that's what i'm using oh, the word right. pagan. Yeah, yeah. True. so it was not even some sort of other thing in, in something god, in, a god. in so yeah. yeah and god came and spoke to him and he was the one that god chose him as the person to use as the father of many nations as we like to call him so you can imagine that you don't have as a i'm not trying to say that christianity yes all fine and good but god speaks to each and every one of us at some point when he decides like okay i want to have this moment with you i want to use you and there are so many of them throughout the whole bible that god has spoken to at different points that have no i mean you can't see any affiliation to say okay i'm a christian or i follow god or i worship god or something like that even the three wise men i don't think that they were godly I don't think mm. I'm not sure, but I don't think so. But it was them that they led through a star to come and because obviously they were going to meet Herod and then three star came and praised the Messiah, Jesus. 
so you can see that this is something that happens so sometimes when we see other people that are either prospering or doing certain things and it we feel like okay god is helping this but we said this person is like this i don't think it's up to us to judge mm. so that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to say like god speaks to everyone and do you want to add anything i think I, I agree with you and i believe what happens is that for the fact that god's plan supersedes every other thing in the sense of it's it's it it, it supersedes um what religion you are whether you believe in him mm. or something if he if he has created you to cre- to do something yeah you will do the thing regardless of what religion or non-religion that you are or what a person you are and we've seen this throughout the bible and i bring this up because that is why he would speak to everybody regardless mm. that is why everybody breathes air exactly it's not limited to christians that is why um like there are so many things that's why rain falls ev- yeah, like, on me, everything so god will speak to everybody yeah. regardless of who you are yeah. regardless of what you know there was even something you just said now and just to buttress your point about like rain falling or everybody breathes air in the beginning in genesis it says god made man in his own image in his likeness and or in our image likeness and all that he didn't say god made christians in his image mm. he didn't say god made atheists in his image yeah. he didn't say god made muslims or buddhists or whatever what have you or women or men or children he said god made basically human beings in his image yeah so i think that in itself tells us that christian or not christian what we are all made in god's image in his yeah. likeness so in that alone you should let us know that god speaks to each and everyone of us we are his, like going yeah. back to the point that we're his children and he speaks to us and one other thing i'll just say before we go to the next topic he speaks to us in every single type of way i believe since we did that episode i don't know it's like a lot of the time as i said in the last recap and reflection when we have an episode we're talking and then when we come out of that episode it seems to then it's it's then that it sinks into my own head manifest in my yeah it sinks in my head and i'm like oh now i understand as well so let me try to practice it or i start practicing it without knowing and recently because there are so many things i have been asking god to speak to me directly about before the episode but recently i've just like say you know what i'm just going to go based which is not my normal nature but i'm just going to go based on feelings a lot like feelings in sense not that i am not an emotional person or i don't feel but based on feelings in the sense of I'm not going to think too deeply about it. I am just going to up and do it. I'm not going to plan too much towards it. So I believe what is then happening is that in my subconscious, I'm having a conversation. It looks like I'm having a conversation with myself, but I believe that is how God is speaking to me. Mm. So it's like something is like, okay, I'm sitting down today and I say, okay, this is what I want to do. But something will prompt me continuously to do the other, to mm. do something random, something else. 
so I'm not thinking too deeply about it. I'm just standing up. I'm like, oh, let me just do this other thing because it's disturbing mm. me too much. So I believe, and then when I do the other thing, it might not be something that oh, it will it's just so it's so big that it will make a difference. You'll be like, oh, looking back, ah, oh, this was, but it makes me feel better. Mm. So I believe that is God's prompting, and I believe yeah. a lot of the time it, when women say things like you have an intuition mm. i believe that is god speaking to you or yeah. speaking through you to do something so For the correct intuition yeah too. so i i since i um since we did that episode and since the blog post i have You've taken it differently it, yeah because yeah, it's like no, like you know we've already said that uh, aside from speaking you know this is a journey that we're going through and we're just speaking about it on this podcast at, at the same time we are also learning from it so it's like just everyone having an insight into a discussion we are having with ourselves yeah exactly so it's something that we are not here teaching people mm-hmm. we are here learning from what we've read and, and speaking it out loud on, yeah. uh-huh. and then if anybody has something to add to it and teach us we would be willing to learn mm-hmm. so even going to the next topic which was prayer and fasting now mm-hmm. that one was just um, it was pretty straightforward to me and i think the one thing i thought about is always i think is the, the judgment that christians give other people mm-hmm. it's it really really it's something that we really need to learn how not to do because in christianity and in, in we talk about humility a lot mm-hmm. but i think at the same time christians love to humble brag in a in like you know that kind of way that i'm not but i am mm. Mm. it's this kind of i'm not i'm not saying you're a bad christian or you're a bad you don't know how to pray but i'm kind of am because i'm praying stronger than you in your face you know that kind of thing <laughs> yeah. to force you to kind of say mm, look yeah yeah you're not doing it well you know of all i'm letting you know that you let's say two people are fasting and they're fasting on the same and they decided to fast together and then one person said, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, we're fasting on, let's just say we're fasting to buy a car, for example. And it can be a husband and wife. So it's not even something that it has to be friends or people that don't know each other. Mm. This can happen in, in a couple. And the, the the wife, let me use that because a lot of times women are ref, referred to as the spiritual warriors. <laughs> so I'll say the wife is like the spiritual warrior in the house and the husband is maybe just regular. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to fast at like 12 o'clock. And then the wife is like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Me, I'm going to 7 p.m. But yeah, that's fine. It's a competition. It's that kind of, yeah, it's that humble brag. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're both fasting. Oh, it's a competition. But I'm better than you. I'm just letting you know that. God sees me. I'm better. I'm a better Christian than you. <laughs> and it's, I think that's in itself is what God doesn't want. Yeah. Because I think, again... Our relationship because i think prayer and fasting is to me is about the relationship you have with god yeah. it's not about the relationship you have with anybody and just like the way we always talk to our parents and say who do you love more and our parents say i love all of you equally i even though sometimes we don't believe them that mm-hmm. they do but i think god truly loves each and every one of us equally with all our differences with all our differences and with all the different I ways mean, we pray you could have 100 piercings on your face or have none god still I don't loves think you it, matters it doesn't you. matter to god like it's god what loves your actions i believe that are important even the ones that are 
not so good which is what is going to even link into our next conversation or next topic that we spoke about but i'm trying to say god loves each and every one of us equally and our relationship with him is our relationship with him Mm. you know your specific your own relationship so if you are someone that prays for 10 minutes or you are someone that fasts for one second or that is how your relationship with god is god is going to have a relationship with you regardless of what anybody feels outside and feels like oh they're not doing it correctly and it's interesting because this prayer one and fasting i believe it came at the right time why i say that i don't know if i don't think that is what prompted us to do it i think we just did it but it came why i say it came at the right time because well i don't know about other people <clears throat> other countries but in nigeria most times january yeah is the month of, of prayer, prayer fasting, fasting, fasting especially, especially yeah. fasting for the whole year prayer for the whole year mainly fasting for the whole year so why is it came at the right time because i think we did it in we did that, that episode in january it it didn't occur to me then but i remember that actually in january probably before the episode or after somebody called us and she said oh i am fasting or are you fasting mm. and i think the person was speaking to you at the time and you said no and then she said uh, are you going down in your faith yeah are yeah, you, you yeah. are you going down spiritually yeah and then you were like mm, no then she was like mm, that's why are you what then why are you not fasting yeah that it is january it is time to fast yeah and then you were like, you then explained to her that. I think it was after the episode. It was after, after the, the episode, episode yeah. yeah. You explained to her that, okay, I'm not functioning like that. As in, I'm not fasting because, just because it is January and you fast in January. I don't know the explanation I think I gave. just said that my relation, I just basically said that my relationship with God is my relationship with God. And that, and that I know what me and him are speaking about mm-hmm. and I know how we are. So don't worry about it. As in, as you in don't like worry know, about you, me you, because you, you understand? she was a bit worried that you are not fasting. You are going. What word will I use or what phrase? You are going down the valley, the evil valley. All of a sudden, you've forgotten your. You, you've you've become weak spiritually and you're not strong anymore. It's like that kind of thing where somebody will say use the phrase Ah, the devil is attacking your spirituality, mm. but it's not. You have come to a realization that. It's not about joining everybody to fast mm. in January. Yeah. It's not about joining everybody to pray for one hour. It's not that. It is about your in your sincere deep intentions for fasting. Mm. It is your sincere communication with, through prayer yeah. with God. So it is not about just the time frame it is not about you just doing it just because Mm. it's about doing it because you understand why you're doing it and i believe that is why everybody starts because i've seen this happening a lot everybody starts the week or the year the year fasting but then after one week going to the gym exactly after one week that's the end we're asking brother weren't you fasting sister sister will say uh 
my dear, <laughs> I was having headache. Oh, like I'm not does that give? I'm, I'm not giving, different reasons. Because come up. your mind wasn't like you. You were. You, you didn't want to do it. Yeah. No, uh, like no offense to. But I'll say something. We'll continue. Yeah. No offense to, like church movements where they they push the movement of i know i know many big churches that push the movement of okay it is our it's uh, at the beginning of the year is our tradition to have our 20 21 days. 21 day fasting our 40 day fasting all i am I, and i don't i'm not trying to like attack them all i'm trying to say is that i believe each individual because our relationship with god can be very individualistic mm-hmm. as well as um what's the word as well as in a community yeah we should allow people and i'm why i say allow is because sometimes they make you feel guilty yes. for not doing it and then it. you run away from the whole and then thing. you run away from the whole church or you even stop picking your your phone calls. your phone the phone calls from your church members so i believe people should be allowed to do what is in their mind to do because in the end why they'll be fasting or why they'll be coming for that prayer this thing is just to keep up with appearances which is a topic (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think i I think i made that stance clear in the last episode it was like it's a very serious topic for me because i personally have been attacked that ah you're not praying well ah you just fasted till 12 and i used to feel bad i thought i was not the the best of christians Mm -hmm. not like not knowing that, Not it's, just knowing about that your it's just about how you can thrive in mm-hmm. that space with God and your sincerity. Well, um, there are two things I'm going to say. And because of the last, I was going to say one thing about this. But because of the last thing you said, yeah. you made me think of something else. Now, the issue I have with people that castigate others for not either fasting up to their standard or praying mm. up to their standard is that you show so much that you are fasting till 6 p.m., 6 to 6, as we like to call it, well, in Nigeria. I don't know Mm -hmm. how other places are. Or we are praying for one hour or two hours or praying on the mountain or what have you and different things. Not that, again, I have no problem with anybody doing that. And I might as well have done it at some point or would do it. Not castigated or as well prayed like that because Mm -hmm. of how I was feeling. What I'm trying to say is that if you then do all of that and then turn around to be a wicked person or turn around to be someone that is quite involved with sin, like you guys are best friends. So you tell people you're not doing all of this, then tomorrow you're stealing or you're a fraudster or you're, you're a prostitute or what have you. What exactly are you preaching? Because I think the whole thing about Christianity is about living your life as Christ did. Mm. So it's not about telling people that they are wrong. And then you as well, you cannot tell yourself that you are being wrong in some certain aspects. Yeah. I'm not trying to say people are above mistakes, but there are some people that live in perpetual mistake. They live there. They want, this is their lifestyle. So it's not, they are not remorseful about it. They don't have an issue with the sins that they are committing. Mm. But they are able to, because I think, Funny enough, Christians are very good at how what's that word? At living separating, the... having two different lives. Yeah. One life is you're living full of sin, and the other life you're like a, such a good Christian in your eyes and other people's eyes, and you're living both of them in tangent, and you're like, wait, to 
are you not seeing that the others, your Christian side should be telling you sin side that you're doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Rather, you instead of even to be quiet even in yourself, you're telling other people that they are wrong. So I think that is one of those things that I, you know, some people that even talk about this fasting and praying and castigate others, as I said, would end up, you see them doing some certain things that are unbecoming. You're like, huh? How are you that behaving like this? That's, you understand? Why are you doing this? And I think, as you said, apart from living separate lives, compartmentalize, yes. Yeah, I believe a lot of Christians live a life, like, what's the word I'll use? Live a life where they are, they, they are, oblivious to their own actions mm. if that well, makes that's sense what I'm to say. It's in the lives. sense that they can see like it is no where i'm coming from is that they can see through other people's faults mm. and issues and bad behaviors and problems but they are never ever looking at themselves mm. to like looking, looking inward. inward like michael jackson said starts with the man in the mirror most people don't actually look in the mirror yeah, to say, say what am I doing wrong before you step out to start judging another person? Mm. You, have you finished fixing yourself? And I think that is why God, uh, Jesus said we should not judge, judge others. Or it is wrong the Bible that you should not judge others. Because most times, most times when you spend time judging others, you're not looking inward to see how can I become a better person? How and how more? can I even love this person more? Which will make this person a better person instead of Cast- looking castigating saying, the person and chasing, chasing the person away yeah. himself because the point is to make people know how good god is not, so if you're yeah. not showing goodness if you're not showing love what's the point some people have made christianity very difficult it is and to even but now on the other point which is what i wanted to say initially i think this having you know a lot of people can use the fact of okay I want to have a relationship, my own personal relationship with God, mm-hmm. that I'm not even going to associate, going to associate with, yeah. you to tell me that I'm wrong or anything like that, which is beautiful and fine because that's like someone said when we read on God confidence, you're you're confident in God, mm. but I don't think it's going to be good to use that as an excuse to be lazy with God because yeah. a lot of people do that. They say, "Oh, I'm having my relationship with God. I'm having my prayer." But meanwhile, you do if you're not praying for a whole year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not doing anything for a whole year. You're not reading your Bible for the whole year, and you. I'm not judging them either, but I'm but just you trying to, to look say, inwards and see where you're right and where. Yeah, you're and like do you understand? Don't if you use if you say, oh, I want to have my relationship with God and God understands me and all that, but then you don't end up having any relationship with God, and mm-hmm. then anytime anybody comes to maybe talk to you, if they are not even being judgmental, they are like finding out on your everything, and they're saying, oh, are you, and you're saying, no, 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 it's, it's between me and God, but are you having anything between you and God? So that's the question. So I think we should always remember that as much as we are trying to have our personal relationship with God, don't forget the important part having a relationship with God. Because then, if you don't have the relationship with God, you're just having personal. No relationship. Mm -hmm. So, personal with what? Because God is not part of that. You are not praying and you're not praying at all. 
you're not if it's praying and fasting, you're not fasting at all. If you church, you see, you're not going out to church at all. If it's reading the Bible, you're not reading the Bible at mm. all. If anything, you're not doing anything. You're not even thinking about God. You're just living the life and moving on. So I think that is where I'm coming from. That mm. let's not use having a relationship with God personally as an excuse to not have any relationship with God at all. And I think what a lot of what we said has tied into the next topic, which is sin, mm. which is because in our sin episode, there was a lot of talk about judging mm-hmm. and like basically not seeing, choosing the sins that, mm. excuse me, choosing the sins that we find to be very, very like putting sin in scale. So judging people based on, wow, that person's sin is in the open and it's glaring. So we would hammer on that person's sin, mm. not knowing that you are sinning as well. Every day. Sin is a sin. A sin is a sin. As, when, should I say, as unfortunate as it is, because a lot of people in the world will look at it as, ah, how can somebody killing another person be on the same level as what as lying lying, you know it's crazy but Mm. i believe the reason why god did it that way was to condition us not to i think it goes back to judgment exactly carrying judgment and we're not allowed to understand we're not we shouldn't carry judgment or Mm. judge other people based on their actions and what they do and me for me on this same thing i think my this, this story and i and maybe i should have even brought it up that time it's the prodigal son story and I think this is a story of a lot of people, a lot of Christians, a lot of non-Christians, what have you. It is just the story. Mm-hmm. Living, because I think every time that a man or a woman or whoever sins and like stays in there, it's like the prodigal son, you've jumped into this kind of no covering with God. You're just doing all of this. You're on your own finding out things on yourself but one thing is sure just like the prodigal son story god is always god is always waiting and would embrace you no matter how you come back and would put you in the level of the greatest because when he came back he came back as smelling dirty what have you like literally stained with sin let me Mm. put it like that completely covered with sin but god said but the father said he wanted to come back and even be a slave or a servant and just walk in his father's house. My father said, nope, this is your house. Mm. Got him cleaned up and threw a party a for him. A big party. Yeah. And he was elevated immediately back or even higher than the status he was previously. Because I think sometimes, a lot of times, people, you know what? You know how they say you don't have, you don't know what is good till you lose it or something like that. A lot of people that, and I think that's why people that come back from sin and come back into God's arms are celebrated because when you've gone into sin and you've done a lot, I don't know I'm saying people should go into sin so that they can come back and be celebrated. Mm-hmm. But when you've gone into sin and you come back yourself willingly, yeah. I think it's something that has happened in your brain for you to understand that, wait, I've seen this life mm-hmm. and I do not want this life. I want to come back into this 
grace. This is where I want to be. Yeah. It is now I like you are going through this choice. Yeah. You made this choice on your own. And I think there's something that the Amish people do, which is called Rumspringer, if I'm being correct. And what they do is that in that time, I think before you turn 18 or when you turn 18, because of the way they live, you leave. Yeah. So Rumspringer is to leave the oh, community you, oh not that you have a choice but you just no, leave. you leave the community and go and experience the world as it is so technology and then, bad behavior uh, all of those things now the rush guy runs for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. so at that time at the end of that time you're supposed to decide you're meant to decide am i going to stay in the world which means you cut off yourself which is kind of is drastic for them because when you stay in the world you kind of they cut you off from you don't you're not coming back as a family member oh, again. Right. So that's the harsh part. But I'm just looking at the other part that, that you go into the world, experience everything as it is, then you have a choice. Come back or continue. And apparently a lot of them do come back. Mm. They love them come back into the well, they can't deal, like, like they the things that they see is it's is like okay, this is it's too much. It's it's a lot. Or is this this is not fun. Oh, you understand so this? Sometimes some of them are so used to it, but in some things I've heard, some of them say like this whole life of whether it's drugs or whatever is no, not fun. No, but do they give them money to go out? I think so. Okay, because what I'm saying is that it's not. I don't think they. I don't think they really go out into like. Sorry, I don't think they go out into like just hustling. Find your way. Find your way. I think they they are given some. I'm not mm. sure. It's something I need to research on, but I think. They're given something, you go out, your man, you go out. It is them. a risk for the community to lose people, but it is also it's like, a good thing to do because as human beings, most times we always wonder how how like you know, and, and that saying that says the grass is greener on the other side. The grass is not always greener on the other yeah. side, sorry. Um a lot of the time human beings is in our nature not to believe that mm, we, we want to see we want to cross over to the other side and experience that lack of a green grass before we are convinced mm. so a lot of times we learn by experiencing things we can't just listen because if not there are so many th- mistakes that people make in the world repeatedly person a will make the mistake come and tell person b that person ah, b, i made the mistake I mean, I Person mean, B will make I mean, the mistake again. I can say this categorically. The same all way. All of us were told about university life. Like when I mean studying, how good studying would help you pass yeah, and yeah. certain things by our parents at some point saying, oh, if you do this, you get this. But when we went to uni, I wasn't even. Like, like, like when they were giving the advice, like, I was like, this was, they now, don't know anything. There is no how we will not tell our children the same thing. Yes, say that you need because to you've study, gone you through it. Say, so it's like, you go through you understand that way to these people were talking mm-hmm. but at that time you can't on you can't get it yes so i think that's that that happens a lot so which is going back to the prodigal son story that he told his father he took his inheritance so it's not like he left with money mm. he left he said i want to go and and he went out and did business whatever failed became broke slept with eight pigs food and True. then got to rock bottom and realized that this is not the life yeah i said it's better i go home and be a servant and stay here and he went to money was elevated back so i'm just saying that for all people that are committing whatever they are committing home is there for you you just have to just say you know what 
I don't want to do this. You decide yourself and yeah. say you don't want to do this. You don't want to live this life anymore. You want to go home and you'll be celebrated. Which leads even back into because you talk about how the world is and that is keeping this keeping up with the Joneses topic. <laughs> and that one in itself is something like that because a lot of times we people are on Instagram wishing for lives of people that are posting on Instagram and then some of them they do anything to get those lives and when they get those lives they now regret that decision whether it is by augmenting their bodies or what have you they regret that decision and they come out and some of them will either come out and say that this was the worst decision I made in my life because you wanted to keep up with the Jones you did not know what, what that they Jones were, were going through or what they were doing and then you went to go and do the same thing and then you're suffering and some of the time some of the other Joneses have told you that this is what's going on with me this is the issues I'm having you're like no you didn't do it well I, I'm going to do it better than you <laughs> and the same thing happens it repeats itself repeats itself repeats itself and that's why the one take for for me for keeping up in the Joneses is your individuality which has been something that follows almost all the top it's almost like all the topics are kind of on individuality yeah. hearing from god individuality prayer and fasting your personal self sin about you find get back your relationship going back home mm. and this one again individuality is about everything leads back to you need to love yourself as you are and then see how you can enjoy yourself elevate yourself in that love mm. not about trying to match up with somebody else that you don't even know the half of the story of their life or if they even went through loving themselves first and going through that maybe that's all you needed to do yeah. so i think that'll say for me for me i'm i'm going to make it sure keeping up with the joneses was a very it, to be honest every topic here i've said that for every single topic but i'll say it again it was a very interesting i think this whole um five topics that we did they were very very key and the topics i'm passionate about to be honest most topics will be topics i'm passionate about because we're choosing it but this particular topic especially in this world where to be honest even in even in the world where social media wasn't thriving it is so important to know who you are know what you are and know what you want I believe it is an insult to yourself yeah. to spend years trying to keep up with somebody, somebody else. else that probably doesn't give a hoot about who you are or what you're doing. It is an it, and sometimes it's not even try to keep trying to keep up with somebody else that that is like a friend or or people that you're seeing online or whatever. Some person in the other side no, of the world. I believe sometimes it's trying to keep up with and i think it's good in a way but it can come become bad it's trying to keep up with what your family members your community mm. have told you that is your destiny i don't know if you get what i mean yeah, I in I the mean. sense of your father and mother told you that you were born a doctor they could see it from when you were young that but deep inside you, you know you don't want to be a doctor. Mm. But you're keeping up with their ideals for you. Yeah. Which sometimes... Very dangerous. It is good. But what happens normally is that somewhere in the future, you all suddenly just detest your career. You yeah. detest your 
um, your parents for pushing you there. You just because you were never really in interested in it. So I think keeping up with the Joneses spans across keeping up with many people's is the same way that somebody will and this happens a lot the same way that somebody would go and marry a certain person not because that is the type of person they like but because that is the type of person the world or their community will accept mm. and they end up hurting them, themselves and, and unfortunately the hurting the person so badly because you cannot give the person your full self because you never like the person so i think it is so key to know ourselves and be confident. It's hard to be to know ourselves and be confident in our beliefs simply because the world is steady just bringing people's, if it's not conforming to what they understand or what they believe in or what is trending, sometimes mm-hmm. they will pull you down and say you're weird, you're different, you're awkward, mm. you're not normal. You know, there are so many words that we use and it hurts people and we don't know the degree at which it does. Because you're telling somebody somebody is weird for something as simple as the person doesn't like to go out. The person likes to sit down in their room. The person likes to read. And you're like, oh, yeah, you're, you're so boring. What about the you're person this. that someone that just maybe decides that they really love the color black and all their clothes are black and they wear black everywhere. And someone is saying, why are you wearing black every time? Are you always mourning somebody mm. or something or you're weird? I mean... Anything that we don't understand is Anything weird. that is different. It's weird. If a woman decides she doesn't want to wear a white wedding gown on her wedding day. It's weird. She's, it's not. It's a taboo. It's they a, start bringing in cultural taboos to it. And you're thinking, is it really a taboo? It's, it's weird. <laughs> it's, Everything. That's unchanged. But if, at the end of the day, a lot of these trends... Emanated from a certain human being. That decided, that decided that to, to be change. confident and say, I'm not doing it again. I just I mean... Whether we like it or not, let me even use some since we are on clothes and so on. When skinny jeans started in a male male fashion, a lot of people said, "Hmm, it's weird." But look at the world now. When skinny jeans started, period. Even with women, it was a hmm. Okay, everything when it starts is always always weird. weird. It's always different. It's always unique. So I think we need to embrace our uniqueness. Because embrace it is yourself. So, because it is also as as, long, as much as an insult to yourself, it's also an insult to God who created you. Mm, he, took, he took his time to make every single person different. Nobody's eyes are the same. Nobody's fingerprints are the same. So for the fact that you're so different, that tells something. That you don't need to conform as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Yes. As long as it is not against the rules of the land. Disclaimer there. Allow people thrive in their uniqueness. Yeah, because obviously, and why, let me just expand on that disclaimer for a second. The Bible says, when you roam, do as the Romans do. Mm. For a reason. Or, so basically, respect the authority that is in the place what i'm trying to say is that you cannot travel to some maybe you cannot travel to somewhere like the 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 arab countries as a lady and decide that you want to be opening your hair and that's how you want to be yeah especially if that's not their law or that's when they lock you up now you'll be complaining and then then, you um... shout human rights and the rest of the thing and i'm not trying to say oh you should you must conform and all those kind of things but you've come somewhere and this is the way they it's do certain law. things. It's like now I cannot just stand up, sorry to go this way and just say I want to walk around the whole streets naked. 
it's, it's an offense, an offense to other people. Some people say it's, you're offending But I'm them. telling you that in my, in my belief, I believe in nudism. That's how I am. That's what I should yeah, be. Yeah, so don't do it so, in a way so, that... But the whole law is not there. I should go and find where and establish my beliefs, whether it's in my house or whatever, and do it there. And be happy. And be happy. But anyways, that's the whole thing. So finally, we'll just go because we've stayed on it, on every one. And we'll just go into small beginnings and i think because that's just even fresh we just did that last week um it's just has been all about which is something that we keep learning as you're going all about the first steps appreciating it and knowing it i think that was really it for me Mm. knowing this is a first step and also appreciating it i think Mm. because sometimes we don't even know we don't look for we don't even investigate and say let us know the first step we are just taking blind steps so I think we have to know it. And then once we take it, we appreciate it. And I think that was, that's really for me. Me, I will just use the same phrase I used on that day, which I got from the sermon from um, Daystar Christian Center. Mm. And Pastor Sam Ademi said this. And he said, don't wait for perfect conditions. Take actions so conditions can become perfect. And till today, that's still ringing in my head because a lot of the times we hinder ourselves from starting anything Mm. by waiting for conditions to be perfect. And the Bible verse I read that they buttressed the point about the farmer, a farmer who waits for um, perfect perfect weather weather Mm. will never plant. So it is that kind of thing of, I think just starting should be an applaudable feat because yes. as you said when a baby starts to walk we all uh, we all clap because it is something it is a stage at which it is the first stage of the next stage so we should always remember that and not wait because i know how i've waited and giving ex- it's just excuses it's just an excuse. it's just excuses mm. so yeah um thank you guys we've come to you know i mean if the you listen recap. to all the recap and reflections we do this is a con. I say all. Oh, well, <laughs> prospect for many. Yeah. And you find we don't do verses. We just dive in. And mm-hmm. so we'll be back next week with a new topic, which we will discuss. I don't know what it is going to be. I so know. Then... But I will not say. <laughs> ah, you know. I know. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Have a lovely weekend. And week ahead. Bye.